and welcome to Death Is Not The End, the podcast where all the guests are dead and loving it. I'm your host and celebrant for this event, that Afghan guy, and today, anything your god can do, Nona can do better. Hello, Nona. Hi. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So, so you're back again on the show. Yeah. Different, different this time. You're dead. Very different. Completely. Uh, oh. Completely dead. dead. How does it feel to be dead? Relief? Uh, pretty much like normal, if I'm honest. I imagine even in death I'll still suffer. Quick one. Uh, where could everyone have found you when you were alive? And what were you up to at that point in time? Oh gosh, that's the question everything i mean if you want to see what i get up to got in, up to you know when i was uh, yeah sorry yeah sorry got up to when i was alive um twitter instagram um both of them are at nona marana that's where you'll find me and my past memories haunting the uh virtual planes with my daddy jokes <laughs> <laughs> So what was the story growing up then? Were you subjected to any uh, religious doctrines at all? Because we are all dead um, now, so we're at the end. All the answers are, are going to be... I did go to a church of England school, yes. Um, Sorry about very... that. Uh, it was the same school that John Hurt went to. So, you know, like, that's the only positive thing. Actually, it's not. I I did have some really nice teachers. Um, one in particular, Mrs. Betridge, absolute legend. Um I actually absolutely adored her. She was incredibly supportive of this weird little being, um, fully supportive of me just doing my own thing. But yeah, I grew up around Christianity um, and, well, Church of England Christianity, not even, you know, sort of normal. No, same it's nice, apathetic, um, really. Whatever it was. It's like, yeah, you can, you can yeah. worship God if you want. You, know, you don't have to. You can come to church yeah. or something. Yeah, it, it was, it was very... It's very Henry VIII of him to create a, I ah, just do what you want. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you still got to abide by this um, kind of religion. Um, it was a very, I, <laughs> I used to be in the church choir. And I remember um, singing for a Christmas, like local Christmas turn on lights thing. Um I would have been about seven or eight years old and I had to sing for all the local councillors and stuff. And uh, it got commented upon about the one on the end that just kept dancing. Um, and that would have been me, uh, particularly during the snowman. Uh, we're walking in the air. I used to get so into that, just me on the end, like fully living my life like I was in the movie. Um yeah, How would you dance I don't know that? I knew I was. Oh, you just you literally throw your arms around and like wave around, you know, like sway and stuff and pretend you're a snowman. Um, so waving your arms around honestly, in the air, just like you didn't care. Oh, I mean, I didn't. So, you know, it, it showed, um, but it was seen as endearing. And I'm relieved that I looked like I was having a good time. I probably was. I love singing. But I certainly really enjoyed uh, <laughs> being on the end, like Camel Calypso would come on and I'd be there like dancing around. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, my whole life, what is going on? <laughs> so, so this is the afterlife. Um, is it a thing for you? Is it something you believe in? And if, if it is, what is it? What is the afterlife? I'm, I'm agnostic, um, admittedly. Um, for a while, I actually wanted to go and work in funeral homes. Um, so I did um, do some studying on spirituality and belief and stuff like that. I, this is this is where the horror, creepy part of me comes out because for me, death is quite a beautiful thing. A lot of the time, we um, associate it to sadness, and obviously, it is sad. Like, obviously, loss is sad, grieving is sad, and stuff like that. Um, but I am somebody who believes that regardless of where we might end up afterwards um for myself I'm probably just going to be worm food and feeding everyone's worm girlfriends um but I feel like the afterlife for me would be the memories of that people that you leave other people um I mean I don't know if you know this here's a really nice creepy fact about uh decomposing bodies um but the the part of you that decomposes first is your scar tissue so anywhere that you've got a scar will split and burst and bloom like a flower and to me that's like quite a romantic notion as much as people might be going no no that's really gross Um, but scars contain your memories they are the things that you know like I have one on my knee from where I fell off my bike Uh, whilst I should add it was stationary Um, (laughs) but that's such a me thing and knowing that that is going to be part of my body that just bursts and decomposes first and releases the memory into whatever stratosphere is quite a beautiful notion for me um oh gosh no no getting deep <laughs> okay so you're gonna be um oh wow my lovely assistant Debbie agrees to give me the forms here you're not actually gonna go to heaven or hell you're gonna be playing to be god that's interesting. It's so the role I've always been destined to play. You're going to be trying to bypass both the good place and the bad place. What would have been the good place for you? Um, the good place. Like, can I? Is it? Can I pick a place that's fictional, or can I like? Oh, it's it? whatever you want. It's it's the afterlife. World of Warcraft, Dalaran. That's uh, either there or Pandaria. Not fast anywhere that's really pretty, but um, Dalaran has really nice shops. So that's probably you know, and it's purple um so, so you'd be there yourself rather than that playing an avatar in that world oh yeah no i'd be there as myself 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. Okay. I'd, I'd have no reason to leave either like it's just it's yeah that's where i'd be okay yeah. and what's the bad place where don't you you want to end up where don't i want to end up uh Anywhere where all my exes are like congregated, I guess. So, X or Twitter? I mean, I mean, yeah, probably actually, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just wouldn't want to be in a room of all the people I don't like. Um, and that would include some of my exes, I think. I just wouldn't. I don't want to see them. I don't. Want, I don't want to know them. I don't want to have to awkwardly walk in and go, I, uh, yep. Uh, it's funny we meet here. Uh, I'm not good at small talk. Um, <laughs> although the, there is a small factor of um, the fact that, like, you know, for them, hell would probably be stuck in a room with me again. So 
you know, um, yeah, maybe it's a, a precursor of like their version of hell. Um, anywhere that I have to show interest, probably as well, in things that I just don't care about. Um, I'm autistic, so I'm not good at that. I'm not, I'm not good at pretending to be interested in things that I don't care about. I try, but it's really hard. So today we're trying to avoid both of those places, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Uh, blind to be God, for this year we'll be presenting eight commandments. We're yes. working on the budget here, not ten, eight. Instead of stone tablets, we'll be giving out ripped CDs of the songs that summed up those commandments. Yeah. Songs that will need to be sung during worship sessions, maybe. Okay, it's a bold move. Let's see if it plays off. Uh, firstly, though, uh, you'll be going, uh, will you be going for the seven-day creation gimmick, or will you be doing... Uh, uh, a better job of it and taking your time do you reckon you'll take longer than seven days to do it knowing how my brain works it could be any like it you know like you know how you have business days i have nona days um and it you know like it's how long is a piece of string really um i'm a bit of a perfectionist um but at the same time i'm also somebody that just goes yeah that'll do <laughs> so you know it could be seven days it could be two it could be 20. There's just, you know, I can't, I can't put a time limit on it. It'll take as long as it takes. I think for me. Yeah. Well, well I'm doing something in about 45 minutes. So 45 minutes to do. Oh, God okay. damn. <laughs> Maybe take a little bit of time creating humans though than the last God. Uh, what's one thing you'll be getting rid of or improving in the human design this time around? What's um, one thing you think uh, God kind of messed up on? Genitals. Get knew it was going now. Um, I'm getting rid of them. We're all just going to have smooth parts. There's going to be nothing. I'm demisexual, so like, um, that whole thing is very can be very alien to me. Anyway, um, mix it in with the fact that you know gender and stuff is something that's very in the news. I don't want to get political on it. Um, but that's something that I would 100% get rid of. Because if you didn't have any, well, you know, what what would we be arguing about? I, th- I still think there'd be things that we would be arguing about. But, like, get rid of that and that's it. Drops are good. No more genitals. Gone. Got to use your brains now. No, I'm all for that. As long as we still have butts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because, you know, there, there'd, be a, there'd be a need for that. There, there'd be a need for that. So when you're ready, what's your first commandment and what song are we going with? Um, so my first commandment is thou shalt take naps. <laughs> um, and I've put Small Memory by John Hopkins with this. is a classical pianist um, but he also does um, like ambience and stuff he's, he's amazing um, but the, the reason uh, I have picked this as a commandment um, is mostly because I just think a lot of people would be less grumpy if they had a nap 
Like, could you imagine if Trump just took a nap? <laughs> I, don't know, I think he takes lots of naps. He, they're not long enough then. <laughs> um, I think. I think. So, admittedly, there is a social point on this that I'm going to make. Um, because napping is, uh, it's about taking rest, right? Mm. And I think sometimes as human beings, we forget that it's okay to rest. And, you know, like we consider resting as like laziness. I also think that naps are stigmatized with mental health. Um, people who are going through things who might need a nap. I think it's important to recognize that, um, like need to to not do something um and just sleep chill there's no harm in taking a break um i think it's part of recognizing your own needs and self-reflection to be able to go do you know what i need a fucking nap um and i think because we consider consistently being busy as like a marker of success when in reality, success is more about the connections that you manage to maintain whilst doing life. It success is the things that you manage to do whilst doing life, the things that make you happy and joyful. And, you know, like naps do make me feel happy and joyful, but they also give me the ability to be able to share more with the people that make me happy and joyful. So I just think more if more people had naps and felt okay about having naps and resting, it'd be good. Mm. Just solid start. Yeah. Quite a simple request. Everyone yeah. take naps. Second commandment. Thou shall eat roast dinners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this one is Sunday Roast by Nerf and uh, JK47. I'm getting white girl wasted, skipping my classes, but it's okay, cause I'm never failing. Bitch, I'm on aces, watch how I lace it, I want the bacon. She trying to get in the pants, but I'm too busy, I'm doing my dance. Why, boy, so that everyone's aware. <laughs> you haven't heard it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, roast dinners are my favourite food. Um, I could eat roast dinners forever. Um... I think there's, uh, I, I just don't like the washing up that comes with them. Yeah. But I think if they were, well, if they were standardized, you know, I think that we'd be able to streamline more and then roast dinners have become a lot easier. Um, you know, technology for roasts might become greater. Um, you know, we might be able to make a roast dinner in like, you know, sort of 20 minutes. That tastes good as well, not you know, that tastes like it's been in the microwave and nuked. Um, yeah, so they do have a lot of microwave roast dinners. Yeah, but they're not the same, are they? They're like the ro- the roast potatoes have to be crispy, not soggy. Um, I make a very good roast dinner. Um, it's one of my favourite things to make. I'll be honest. Christmas dinner is is just a fancier roast. Um, I really enjoy that as well. I, I don't know. I'm a very simple human. I think really. I think that I've realised that more as time has passed. <laughs> I'm very. I'm a very simple person. Throw roast potatoes at me, and I am so happy. Um, 
but yeah, Rose, singularly Rose just throwing them at you. Oh, honestly, like, so I've said this a few times, even to my friends and stuff, like, um, if I'm having a day where I'm a bit emotional and like, you know, you can see that I'm just like, not as uh, known as normal. The best thing to do is just throw carbs at me and then brace for impact. Um, and roast potatoes are probably the safest option. Fucking love a roast potato. Just amazing. And, you know, like whatever you have left, like bubble and squeak, underrated. Um, you know, completely underrated. But yeah, big, big roast, roast dinner fan. Um, they shouldn't just be for Sundays. They should be for life. That one's not quite as poignant. <laughs> that one doesn't come with any deep meaning. <laughs> I just like roast dinners. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just like roast dinners. Like, simple. Done. Boom. Thick gravy as well. It can't be. And it has to be like, I have shitty Bisto gravy. Um, because I don't like anything too fancy. But it has to be thick gravy as well. Just... Just saying for everyone that's listening, if you disagree, tough. I don't care. That's just how it has to be. That's the commandment. I have spoken. Roast dinners. <laughs> and throwing potatoes at you. <laughs> that's that's how, literally, you know how gods have offerings? There's mine. <laughs> okay, next up. Um. I've I've written here honest truths, um, but I feel like I need to elaborate on that a little bit more. Um, I have put this with Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Um, or Lizzo. I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, this Lizzo. song is absolutely phenomenal, uh, even if there are problematics at the moment. Um, just going to have a little dance around to this first before I continue. Um... So I put honest truths, but so again, I've already said uh, about being autistic. Communication is super important for me, and I understand uh, telling the truth. Um, for instance, honest truth: you can't turn around to someone and say that they've got a shit haircut, right? That's just that's hurtful. You shouldn't do that, right? And I understand those types of things, even if you know that's what's going through my brain but the one thing that i think irritates me about humans the, like i say the most there's going to be lots of the most um is the inability to be able to say i don't want to do that or i'm sorry i'm not having uh, a great time or you know like you know like when your friend will ask you out for coffee and rather than saying no, they'll say yeah and then just not turn up or cancel on the day. And I know some of this comes from the anxiety of like, you know, we've, we have this really weird thing at the minute where it's like, you know, cut uh, off people who don't do the most for you, don't rely on your friends, all this kind of stuff. I personally would rather my friends say to me I'm sorry I'm not going to to make that um, you know and that be that I feel quite lucky in that like my friends I can say those kinds of things to I can say that and I will admit I haven't always been that way myself 
Um, but the kind of like value um, and quality of my friendships in finding the people that I can say, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to be able to do that, you know, and it be accepted and not deemed as a slight on my friendship has been huge. Um, I I can't believe how much of my shit I do have together. Um, so yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like that's it's an important part. Communication is important for me. It's massively important. Um, and being able to say no or yes or just be honest about a situation and stuff, I think is. Uh, something we need to do more of I think it saves a lot of pain in the long run Um, but also like can actually build your friendships I feel quite lucky like I say with my friends because in being honest you know if I'm having a day when my anxiety is not good and I say I'm sorry my anxiety is bad today I'm not going to be able to make it they don't hold it against me you know they just go that's cool do what you need to do so yeah Mm -hmm. That's one of my commandments. Thou shalt tell the honest truth, especially when it's not a mild inconvenience. You know, like that, like I say, like I completely understand not saying things when they're going to be absolutely fucking hurtful. But there's no harm in saying no mm. to some things that are trivial. And we need to do that more. Like turning down work when you really want to work. <laughs> Get out of my inbox. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up. I, I've got the track listing here. I'm not sure what this is going to translate into. <laughs> I know what's next to you. Uh, so this one is Thou Shalt Have a Theme Tune for Everyday Life. And I have put, this is technically mine. This is Cherry Pie by Warren. <laughs> is needed um i was in a world of warcraft guild i'm a big world of warcraft fan i went somewhere where another guild member had been we'd seen each other but we didn't speak and for weeks after the guild kept saying i'd pied him this was the song that they played this was the song that we would sing every time i appeared the raids voice chats dungeons whatever um so this has become one of my stark theme tunes um I do feel like a theme tune would also give me an insight into the person. I think they can be interchangeable. I think you can change them at any point because as human beings, we evolve all the time, right? And we grow and we're, we're never the same person throughout the whole of our life. Um, so I, I feel like it can be changed. Um, so at some point, this would not be my theme tune anymore. Um it's just a great song as well though. <laughs> Walk into a meeting at work and this comes on and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> this is me. Hello everyone. Um I think you need to have like three different camera angles of you going into the room though and both doors both open at the same time. <laughs> Pyrotechnics going off. 
bit of dryness <laughs> behind you. <laughs> to be honest, that would be the dream. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love, right? I, I'm gonna bring up wrestling one and only time. I think that I'm gonna bring it up. But I would love to one day just have like a walk down to the ring and get in with the theme tune playing. Like just once in my life. Like that's all I want to do. I don't want to do anything else. That's just the thing I want to do. Because um, it, <laughs> it like, it'd be so fun. Just running and like sliding on my belly in. Uh, knowing me, I'd win myself, but still. Um, yeah, I think a theme tune would tell me a lot about the people I'm around um, because it would be interchangeable. I think it would also help in terms of being able to um, assess a person's mood. Um, yeah, theme tune. I feel like more people... I, I feel like if you had a theme tune as well, it would pump you up for things that you needed to do that were difficult. No, you mm. could you could have that as like your aspiration music for the day. Like this, if I was walking anywhere with this playing with me, oh my gosh, I'd be stomping the streets. I mean, I'm sat here right now, like having the great time, Just swishing my hair around. <laughs> the bonnet of a car. <laughs> No bonnets would be safe. <laughs> I'd be on all of them. Everyone having a theme tune. Yeah. Musical accompaniment. Uh, I think it's a great one as well. Frankly, perfect. Ten out of ten, no notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, halfway through the commandments, going well so far. Okay. Don't see any pushback on these ones. Where we're we going next. Uh, this one is um, Thou Shall Not Project Toxic Positivity. Um, and this is Chemical by The Devil Wears Prada. Another great song, can I just say? Like, I've picked songs that I really like. Um, but this Toxic Positivity, I feel like I'm going to rant now, is something that I absolutely fucking can't stand. Sometimes things are just shit. Um, sometimes things suck really hard and people are struggling as somebody who has struggled with my mental health um, being around people who uh, try to do the think positively you know like, like it's not something that I fucking thought of like it's not something I've been trying to do um recognizing that things are shit is really important um and self-reflection is really important and reflecting on how you want to change something but i don't think that's helped with toxic positivity um you know it, it it's I, at the minute i feel like we are hitting um a kind of uh, mental health issue, crisis, whatever you want to call it. Um, mental health services are pretty much a breaking point, as are the people who are trying to access them. Um, 
and yeah the the things that can surround mental health i'm i'm very much a supportive of um allowing to feel things um you know for an autistic person i have a lot of emotions even though i might not know what they are um just there going i don't know what any of these things are what they do but i just know i've got them Mm. um and i yeah i i know that someone telling me it'll be okay in the end has just made me want to scream um it's reductive it's invalidating it's uh shitty it's it's really fucking shitty um I think if your friends are struggling, you know, sitting with them, chat to them, hang out with them, do things with them, but don't ever fucking tell them that it's going to be okay. Um, Support them, but support them by understanding what they might need. And sometimes what they need is you to just shut the fuck up and listen. It's just something else I found as well. Um, we talk a lot about it's good to talk with mental health, um, but we don't ever really shut up and listen. Um, yeah, I don't want any more of that. Let people feel shit um, if they feel shit. Let Allow them to experience that. Um that's not to say that we shouldn't be supporting our friends to come out of those things of course and I'm not advocating to let people just feel like shit forever Um, (laughs) just recognizing how we might not be helpful in being like you can do this with things like mental health um, and toxic positivity are just yeah fuck those people Ah, okay. Next one uh, is Thou Shall Let People Fucking Enjoy Things. Uh, This is Make Your Own Kind of Music by Cass Elliot. Um, More renting. Ah, yeah. But can we just take a moment to just really enjoy the song? Because it's such a great song. It's so happy. I sing this to myself all the time. My youngest has heard me sing it and it was just like, this sounds like my school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, People need to allow everyone to just enjoy their things. Now, I'm not talking about things that are harmful. I'm not talking about things that like hurt other people. I'm talking about, like, for instance, I play video games i collect plushies i do not give a fuck what people think about me doing that like they're things that i like they are things that i enjoy they are the things that i have as hobbies and in reality they're no different to me sitting in front of netflix in an evening and watching a tv series you know like binge watching 10 or 11 episodes of it there's no difference the only difference is is i'm literally actively doing something with my brain whilst I'm playing a computer game 
Um, just, just let me have them. I, I don't care if you think they're childish. If you think it's childish, then, you know, find me a kid that can afford the setups that a lot of gamers have. Because I can tell you right now, you won't fucking find one. Um, and I don't, I don't see any harm in me having those things. I, I don't think it's harmful that I have, um, you know, a whole collection of Build-A-Bear Pokemon plushies. Um, I have adult money now. They're expensive. I can buy them now. You know, it, it, yeah. Leave, leave us alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it, I think it ties in with the whole, um, cause for me, it's always been a bit of a bugbear the way that gamers in particular are treated and particularly in relationships and dating atmospheres. Um, I do think there is a line that has to be drawn if you're neglecting the emotional needs of a partner for a computer game. And I will say that. But I think if you don't understand the importance of a hobby um, and how that hobby might manifest itself in that person's life, you know, they, they might want to play computer games for a couple of hours with their friends because that's the thing they enjoy doing. That's how they defrag their brain. That's how they feel kind of okay in themselves again. Um, yeah, maybe those people aren't for you. And I, I, I think because I see that quite a lot um, on social media, you know, gamers in particular getting heat and it's like, just leave us the fuck alone. We just want to play in our little virtual worlds. Go away. You know, I, I, I like it here. I, I don't understand what your problem is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've never seen the problem with like someone just going off playing game because it's, it's the same as going and watching a TV show. Watching a film, any of those kind of things. Yeah, there's no real difference. Playing a sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly in sport. Um, because you still, you know, you're around other people. And sometimes in gaming, you're doing the exact same thing. You're around other people. That's all good. <laughs> I've just seen what my next one is. <laughs> you want me to announce it first? Building myself up, hang on. I know this one's going to be hard for you to hit play on. Um, But when you find out the commandment that goes with it. Okay. And... Uh, this is that shall have a mysterious demon period. <laughs> mysterious girl by Peter Andre felt like the great. <laughs> um, I think everyone should have a mysterious demon period. You're an enigma. What are you doing? No one knows. Um, you know, are you being unhinged? Aren't you being unhinged? Are you holed up? in your room in your bed eating snacks watching movies you know or are you lurking the streets at night um no one really knows um i feel like unhinged era demon times are important they're about self-discovery um as somebody who is consistently unhinged um i can tell you there's a great sense of freedom that comes with that um 
you know, I'm often haunting my own house, doing weird things. Um, you know, 2 a.m. in my Heelys, uh, trying to Heely around my house. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a fun time. Um, but I think, I feel like more people should have that. I, we live very culturally, and I feel like this is maybe more for women than it is for men in terms of this part of the statement, but I guess men would fall into it in some ways too. We live in a staunchness of where we have to act a certain way and be a certain way to be deemed as acceptable like within society right mm. um and i genuinely don't think there's anything wrong with just being a bit fucking weird and demonic and um floopy um i think it's important it's character building um you know who knows what i'm gonna be doing at any point of my time or day, you know? Um, yeah. Mysterious demon period. I'm actively encouraging it as God. Um, yeah. I kept that one short for you so you didn't have to keep playing it. No, no, we listened to the entire song. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I d- to be fair, this song is like one of those songs that you put on after you've had a few pints and you're like, yeah, this is a tune. But my favourite... in having that mysterious Andrew, demon period. I mean, it's it be- this feels like it's part of the mysterious demon period, in fairness. Um, but uh, my favourite Peter Andre content is the one with um, Katie Price where they sung A Whole New World and they took the auto-tune off. Absolute banging content. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the internet. Um, it's wasted on me because I use it for that. I, I use it to look for things like that. Um, Car crashes. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know who allowed me to have internet access. Um sometimes I feel like it should be monitored and not because of anything bad, but just because I do look at really weird stuff like that. I suppose it's better than looking at shock sites like we used to back in the 90s. Yeah, I never saw those. I never yeah, saw them, it, it, but I do remember healthier. them. Was it like I'm something like I'm not dead or something weird? There was like a few of them like that. Like there was some really weird ones. I feel like that was one. I yeah, mean, I, I say that I like put I was my brain now. It's just I was part of um, a really weird '90s um, social media uh, website called Face Party for a while. Um, for those of you who are not aware, like it shut down because of like legal issues. Um, and by legal issues, I mean they just weren't really protecting the people that they were looking after. Once internet law became a thing because it used to be a hell site like there were the it seriously like all of the reprobates were there um and I was there for quite a while I met some of the people like in real life and some of them I still keep in touch with Uh, but those are the ones that are probably just like more normal now than they were back then um I think if you go through that period though watching looking at the weirdest and most disgusting things you if you stop doing that that's when you 
you know you're like a normal human being is the point yeah. where you stop if you carried on and like yeah i like i'm, I'm was, a grown-up now you yeah, know this I guy's getting to... decapitated by a helicopter it's like no i'm okay i'm, I'm okay now yeah yeah we just have fight videos and stuff now <laughs> that's what we have instead so i get the tiktok all the time Okay, I think I'm, I'm over that. <clears throat> <laughs> Last commandment. Last song. Um, so this one's a nice one that I'm finishing on. It's That Shall Tell People We Love and Care For Them. And it's I Love You, I Love You, It's Disgusting by Broadside. Um, I don't think that we do tell people that we love them or care for them enough. Um, I do a lot. Um as, or as much as possible. Um, I'm very uh, not positive because um, that would feed into the toxic positivity and I don't like that. But I am somebody who will make sure that people understand how much I appreciate them as much as I can. Um, particularly the people that, you know, are my family, I guess now. My friends are my family. They are the people that I turn to. They're the people I go to. Um, you know, Pan, uh, Dana's like my absolute best friend. Absolute my ride or die soulmate. Um, Charlotte, my other absolute best friend. Um, the, these are people that I tell all the time that I appreciate them, that I love them. And I think it's, it's important um, I don't think we do it enough. Um, and I think because I am so aware of my insignificance, uh, understanding that there's a significance in at least saying you're great and, you know, I care for you, I love you, you are amazing. That insignificance that I know I have might be a significance to someone else um so yeah I, I just think we don't do it enough you become very bitter and hateful and i've ranted for most of this um you know i i've literally <laughs> literally gonna fucking hate everything um but i do think that we've become quite um devoid of it's a very it's very give I feel like it's become a very give and take I see a lot of toxic takes on relationships for instance um you know if it's not 50 50 I don't want it without understanding that it's not always possible for a person to give you 50 um I've had friends who've got sick who you know when they were sick could only give me 20 percent and it's up to me to carry the percent they can't carry because I'm their friend and that's I care for them and that's what I should do um, as a good friend um, of course people can be disappointments and become disappointments believe me I have a whole book of people who 100% have let me down have been disappointments who have not um, understood um, that my kindness might come with like a limit um, you know, taking it for granted, but that hasn't stopped me from 
still being like these people are the people that I love and I care for and these are the people that I want to be around um and I just think it's nice to hear it it is nice to hear when people say they appreciate you or they care about you not in a creepy way like in the creepy way then you know like get in the bin but like you know from from my friends and stuff the people that are active in my life it's not it's nice to hear it back so yeah I just think that's that's something we should do more and something I think that people should do more um I think the world might be a nicer place if there was more of that yeah that was probably like bit of an anticlimax in comparison to all the others like i said have a mysterious demon period and then i followed it with his something really nice no i mean it's a good overall message to take away from it all you know tell people you love them yeah life's so short yeah goes in with naps sunday roasts telling the truth having a theme tune <laughs> no toxic positivity mm-hmm. let people enjoy themselves mm-hmm. having a mysterious demon period yeah. with a mysterious girl maybe <laughs> <laughs> until we really love them so I think yeah there would probably be plenty of people who wanted to worship at the altar of Nona they already do Just remember to bring a roast dinner Uh, several (laughs) go heavy on the roast potatoes please apologies for lack of releasing lately life has just got in the way find out about that life go to totalcultzone.com on there you find all the links to the show and all the things that i do that's totalcultzone.com good <laughs> i mean